The Sad Individuals Podcast was brought to you in part by Slapway Brand Cornflakes. Start your day with a Slapway. The Sad Individuals Podcast. Alright guys, <laughs> welcome to the Sad Individuals Podcast. It's been it's been five years since we last recorded a thing. It's been a while, man. So we're here. We have the we have we have the the, the legend Taj Francis. <laughs> <laughs> we have the the amazing Matthew McCarthy. Hey, hey, hey. And the man himself. Joining us for the first time, <coughs> the Jasman. E. Mark. Mark Samuels. What <laughs> kind of delayed? Well, for build up the thing, you see me? For build up the, the tensions and thing, you see me? So, yeah. Um, what's going on, guys? How are you, how you, how you, how you guys doing? What's, what's, I'm good. what's, what's been good? Good, man. All is good. I mean, so, I'm not going to go so far. Not going to go so far as saying it's good? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go so far. It's, it's livable. Mm. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure, I know. But it's it can work with. <laughs> no, it just has to be worked with. That I think you say. Not exploit it the same way the big people doing it. Like, mm-hmm. why buy a Nike watch? when them doing that but not by a rasfit watch i'm not saying by any of them actually because i wouldn't buy any yeah. of them you want to yes. buy a rasfit one if it's okay, <laughs> okay for the big brands to do it then you can do it yeah you know? i get you no yeah it's true it's true. Wait, what are we recording with by the way you know it actually it hit me with a little monetization thing while i got because it said oops because apparently it's a five minute limit if you don't buy the thing. <laughs> Yo, but that's the thing, you know, man. Everything is a, everything now, bro, is just about how much you can give and then collect a little bit when you decide to boom. This is a perfect example of that. Because the same thing with these pieces of technology, dog. It's just like, yeah, man, here we are. We're going to do everything. Access, yeah, man. Accessibility to the product, yeah, man. All these things. Yeah, man, we're going to do everything for you. But you yeah. pay this, and this is how we're going to make like our little thing, dog. And it's the same thing with these products, dog. Like everybody trying to get in on the pyramid, dog. You know, yeah, things. Mean, yeah. Things are like, anyway. What other anyway. way? Like, you know, that's the interesting thing about what I've been pre. I think the thing that make Gary V and like Seth Godin, because yeah. I've seen other guru people, even though yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. they wouldn't want to be categorized as gurus, but I've seen. A, like that Ty Lopez dude, mm-hmm. like that kind of just sleazy with it, and I mm-hmm. feel like marketing practices in general are you trying to get the outcome of converting people to buy your product ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way you go about it and the value that you bring to the people is what makes the difference between like them getting having buyer's remorse and them being glad that mm. they're supporting you mm. so i get so it's like for instance i'm i'm trying to do the the i'm trying to do this thing where i sell um i'm going to sell digital products like i made this page called Doppy box yeah <laughs> um, 
there's this thing on the future. Yeah, there's this thing on the future. You know the the YouTube channel of the future. Yeah. Um, they had an interview with this guy called Dustin Lee, who have this brand called Retro Supply Co. And him sell like yeah. brushes and stuff for Procreate. And he was talking about how right. he started it when, um, like he found out his wife was pregnant and him, um, basically lose him job or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, oh snap, I have nine months to make sure we're all right. And he <laughs> just, you know, decided to just start make, make some little things and sell them online. And, um... Yeah, and he was just talking through how how he bring value and stuff to people. And then he has this interview series. Well, he was well, he was confronted with the idea of um showing people how to create the brushes, right? And he was commenting how it's kind of like against logic to be showing like doing a step-by-step tutorial of how to create the product that he's trying to sell to you. Like, it seems like counterintuitive. But he was praying that, yo, to be honest, in the, the, the age that we live in now, anybody cannot really have access to the thing. Like, you're, unless you're like a tech genius that can actually do something that the majority of the population can do, the chances mm-hmm. are that if you don't show somebody, somebody else going to show people, you see me? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you make it in your head, if you put it in your head not to i mean ultimately you should be doing it out of like just trying to serve people but to be honest you're putting yourself in a better position by showing people how you do the thing you do and providing value so that like people who have the initiative and have the drive to do it or maybe just don't have the resources to buy your actual thing like they'll really appreciate that you provided them with the information you see me Mm-hmm. And um and and they will like value you more as a what you call that like as a teacher and more likely to to like spread like oh you know I know somebody who makes these brushes if you want to buy them you see me mm-hmm. so I think you're like every, a positive member of a community yeah rather than just trying to squeeze money out of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my, what I was praying to do, and it was a suggestion somebody he was interviewing, um, was they're saying if they had to redo it again, they'd probably release some products for free, just to spread the word, cause that's like a marketing thing where you can just be like, alright, you're gonna make a couple products, products that are valuable for free. You still do the same thing where you teach people to make it. They can take it from you and then um in return you can ask them to like join your mailing list or something like that so that in the future when you yeah. you can contact them you know if you're selling something right so like basically when you're downloading it it just says the download it just join the mailing list yeah I think so it's like yeah. and that way you um have a, a set of people who you know are interested in in your product yeah um and you can contact them and you're not like at the like if instagram were to disappear tomorrow you'd still have the emails kind of thing you know what i mean 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's easier. It's always easier to to get somebody who is already who already know about you um, to invest in you than trying to get somebody who's never heard of you to to recognize you. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's facts. So, yeah. It's interesting too because I think like even Gary V always mentioned this thing about it's like him giving people advice in their business and there are so many people that would give a lot of advice on certain things like advertise this or target this or do yeah, all this yeah. but then he things like no like create um, ample amount of written video but also more especially audio written content, content yeah. an audio content that is educational towards viewers where you're simply just providing people with information and maybe this information doesn't link back to your product but it's more about the fact that you're an expert or you got into this product because you're an expert at it and you can actually speak about it and people are actually trying to learn about all the things that satellite this particular product and it's like it kind of interesting too because i feel like him kind of set up these ways of you kind of like doing these checks and balances within yourself yeah. to kind of not put first this idea of making money or trying to sell 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 but put first this idea of like joining the community and yeah. and like harboring like a good like community relationship yeah exactly yeah. wait hold on so did jing work no so it it hit me with the five thing and then when i the recording that it was going to save the five minute thing yeah like i was trying to save it and then it crashed so i just started to record on the other one again so this might crash again still but yeah all right well yeah we're just we're good dog. we're just there feel out the yeah. waters yeah i mean yeah. we just had a good i think this would fit well with what we have before so i mean maybe this all is right. an episode maybe not but yeah what are you going yeah, to ask? Wait, what are you saying? So before? Hmm? You mean like five years ago before, or? What? Oh, no, 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 no. No, what are you saying, Cam? So wait, this is just. No, this is recording. No, on the. Oh, it's recording now. Yeah, it's been recording since we started talking about like the um respite. Ah, okay. But um, yeah. yeah, the previous part before that it gone i think because the jing program crash mm. all right we'll just continue yeah. i guess i guess we'll just start and stop yeah I just, i'll just test out some other programs afterwards and figure it out i just figured that because i like i even had a conversation with your brother the other day Tash, mm. over skype and we're like talking for like an hour and I had recorded it and yeah. it never crashed or anything. So I don't know. Maybe it's because of the four away. It's just more of a load or something. Mm, possibly. So, yeah. Possibly. Is Mark, 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 Sky, yeah. Mark 720p camera guy. Yeah, true. <laughs> the quality. I might show up, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but... Even back to the thing though with Soldier Boy about what he's doing with the watches. Yeah. It's like I did a watching the interview, bro, and it's like man listen to the man speaks in. And it's like I said to myself, no. You know, I'm not mad at Soldier Boy. Because you see Soldier Boy now, 
Soldier Boy realized that people in the world doing this and nobody don't really look at them sideways because they're not yeah. honestly because they're not uh, a youth where come from you know the bottom of the bottom as a black person you know what i mean yeah, yeah. True. and so nobody don't really pre them but like him do it now and it's like yo clone him yo. i mean not we but you know like people clone him like yo dog you know the man that's a lot of superman and i'm just like yo but you know <laughs> but yo but maybe soldier boy is actually Actually, because we might, are not we, but people might insult his intelligence, but maybe he's just like, yo, him recognize like, things that Gary V recognizes, or is like, yo, nostalgia. Yeah. And nostalgia is king right now. And maybe him just say, yo, you know what? People want to play Super Mario and Sonic right now. And fuck it, mother just do, sorry, yeah. screw it. Mother just do this thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it might end up being this like booming business for him, but it's like, this is the thing I think that's interesting about the time we're living in where it's like, there's so much opportunities like that. But I think because of the way how a lot of us came up, yeah. we can be very apprehensive about that, which might go into what Mark was saying about us kind of, like not just us, but being kind of like snobbish and I guess to kind of look at it like, eh, wouldn't want to do that. And I know personally, I wouldn't really want to do that because I, I feel like I would love to do something more true to me. Yeah. yeah but yeah. <clears throat> I just feel, yeah. I just feel it's just interesting though, the way Soja Boy spoke for himself, it kind of made me, look at him and be like, yo, you know, this is interesting how him kind of navigating the reality of how people perceive him for doing this as a business option. When enough companies out here, dog, the thing where you're, you're buying so much money for from them product line, you come from this factory, dog, where the, the yeah. same knockoff made and, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. And him selling and, it at a reasonable price. And I feel at like a reasonable it, price. It, it actually... And I feel like it, it fit with him brand because the interesting thing about Soldier Boy is I mean he started as a he started when he was like seventeen or sixteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when when Superman when Soldier cranked that when Crank that did boss him was like what sixteen, seventeen? Yeah, yeah sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, it was sixteen, seventeen. And, and so like and to get that level of yeah. recognition on your own. Just like your in your house, make it, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's crazy. So yeah, and everybody, people are cloning him. We were like, "Oh, this is terrible." It's like, "Yo, well, you, you're not doing what this kid is doing at 17 in his house by himself." Yeah, he he like, like, preceded like the whole viral meme culture. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Like, I feel like yeah, I feel, not to say recorded the song by himself. He didn't like. No, he. I think he made the beat too. And he made the beat and everything. Yeah. Him and Arab is him and him, him and Arab. Yeah. yeah. I think they. Yeah. Them. I think just outside of our label. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like. Okay, I didn't know that about him. Yeah, and uh, and the dance. Mm-hmm. And it's him, a dance, dog. He was even saying how like all this like even the Drake Kiki thing with the dance going viral, like he was claiming that and saying, "Yo, I started that." <laughs> No, he did start that. No, he did start. Yeah, he did start. Like, as I said, like, it's not to say that, like, viral videos and that kind of stuff wouldn't exist. Because, I mean, we're just living this thing where ideas pop up anyway. But But he he definitely, definitely, yeah, his hand, he definitely was the first and he definitely had a hand in influencing. Just even, like, the fact that, the fact that stuff like Vine even became popular is based off of the kind of templates of a soldier boy viral. 
kind of thing. The DIY kind of. Yeah, the DIY kind of thing. And yeah. like, you know, people who kind of realize that, oh, like his, people who cut from that car to realize, oh, I can just do this myself. And exactly, Doug. People would mess with it because people like to look at things that they can connect to in that kind of way. And exactly. Get excited about and stuff like that. So. And you see, yeah. really started that. Yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, so I mean, for it to even be something that you look at as, I mean, I, I did, I, I love the song when it came out. It was ridiculous. Of course, all of us could acknowledge it was ridiculous. So just sort of from the <laughs> aspect fun. of it being something fun. Yeah, it was just fun. It was, people know the dance. Almost everybody could do the dance. It was just like a whole wave of thing. Like, it wasn't hurting anybody. It's not like, yeah. you know, it wasn't people, people weren't eating Tide Pods. People weren't falling off buildings, cranking. No, it was just like. Yeah. No, dog. It was a whole, it was a whole we, subculture. And you know what it was too? It's like. And you remember there jerking was, and all that stuff came after that? Exactly. Too. I was yeah, just yeah. about to say. Yeah, the, whole color, the whole colorful wave, the whole like, colorful young rapper wave thing kind of came after that with the, um, what were they called? The kids who did the jerk? Rangers, the Rangers. Yeah. Bro. You know, and they're like, and when you see that, no, and I mean, it kind of like phased out a bit, but that, but just that, that's a thing that keeps emerging, like the colorful youth kind of thing, that colorful youth culture. So now you have it with the rappers with the colorful hair and the colorful clothes, Lily had this and the and the express, I mean? yourself, the express yourself yeah. challenges. And the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, as much as we can probably hate on the music and hate on these things, these kids come up and they see something and they just do it on their own. They do it on their own. They do, you know, yeah, maybe some of them sign a label, some of them get support or whatever, but at the end of the day, after these kids just come up, they do it on their own. Yeah. They kind of get this whole wave. And, mm-hmm. You know, and then, of course, like, you know, people, all the heads or whatever cost them, like, oh, this is misguided. This is, like, foolish. But, I mean, a lot of you guys... Oh, that's all they're doing. You're not really helping give any support or any guidance to a lot of these kids. So they just have to go do it themselves. Like they, don't, they don't feel like they're getting that. So they just... And it's not even that deep. Sometimes they just want to have fun and they just do it and they just make a record or just do a dance and post it and it just becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that people weren't out there supermaning hoes after Soldier Boy? Wait, what are you <laughs> Was? Yeah, man, face straight to you know, dog. Like, it's the worst part, but it's in us. <laughs> yeah, people were. How do you? Yeah. I mean, you have to, it's, you have to watch the dance. Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, the instructions Wait, are all there. <laughs> the instructions are all there. Yeah, it is literally like. <laughs> what have you got to show What? What have you got to show me? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't think. <laughs> This is I a different age. Yeah, it's a different kind of media. Yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I have another question. Yes. Um, Taj, you said it wasn't hurting anybody, so who don't get hurt when they're Superman? Oh, of course not. Oh. I mean, Superman is oh, yeah. a liberating character you know, when you think about it. He's the embodiment of all that is good with humanity, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Okay. Well, no? I mean... I mean, he's supposed I mean, to be, right? <clears throat> Superman? Maybe, maybe he is, you know. But you know, I never see Superman saving the black people yet in the dark. That's one thing yeah. I just gonna say, I just wanna be honest. No, I feel that I feel that I feel that on a spiritual level. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Superman do safe us dog? Why why are these things? Why Santa Mando? Why Santa Mando? Why why Santa Santa? Yo, I was just <laughs> thinking about that to you know, the song, Santa Claus. Why why you never come to the ghetto? Come to the ghetto. ghetto man. Dog. <laughs> like I know I get him though, you know, you know I deal with that smoke that's why. 
Yeah, dog. The man, the negative dreams are for the sled, dog. That's what he thinks. That's what he thinks, dog. He yeah. thinks this is gonna happen. But you know, the funny thing is, he would probably find the most reward in his life. Exactly. If he came to the ghetto. If he came to the ghetto. But when I mean Santa Claus, I guess I don't do that. Yeah, you gotta get tired of him. Santa Claus in the ghetto. No, that's all right. You know know what? Yo, today, today in Crossroads, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, what you saying, man? <laughs> Today in Crossroads, dog, I'm this man I preach, dog, see? No, at least I hear in this man preaching, see? Yeah. It's like, I'm like, yo, um, yo, this man I preach, and the man I preach spirited to you, and I'm like, yo, who is this, dog? I'm look over the, this, this white man, dog, with a headset, dog, like a, like coming like a Mormon, dog, with like a headset. And like, in my little mic, right, this dog, and he might preach the word of the living God, bro. And people just walk past the man, dog, and it's like, I'm looking at him, and I say, no, but this man is really a, a different kind of man, you know? Like, this man take Jesus serious, dog. Like, this man <laughs> out here looking like a keynote speaker, dog. Right in front of the... In front of... In front of Carib, dog. Just uh, preach the word of God, dog. And man say, yo, time to get rough, dog. The end is near, dog. Clearly, bro. Like, <laughs> is recording... Was recording or is like a speaker? No, phone? dog. The man have him... No, you see the headset, dog? You see yeah. with the thing in the ears and you have the little muff, the little yeah. small thing. The man on the corner, dog, I preach the living word of God, So bro. you never hook up to a speaker or something? Just... No, no, bro. Well, no, I guess there was a speaker. <laughs> I guess there was a speak yeah, there was a speaker there because like I could hear everything from like where I was. So like obviously he had a sound system and everything, which make it even crazier, bro. Yeah, because he just see this lady, this lady just beside him I sell some fruit, dog, and the man did it. Anyway, I don't know why I got into this dog, but this was uh, what I thought about when Santa came to the hood because now the Mormon is preaching on the doing a keynote speech about the about Jesus Christ on the street corner. You ever think about like actually some kind of hype? It's, it was very hype. <laughs> like a street TED Talk. Street, street, really a street TED, TED Talk, dog. The man is telling us about do not stray away from the light. Mm-hmm. Do not stray away. It's, it's bright daylight out in a bro. And I'm saying people don't stray away from the light. And <laughs> 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 I'm trying to clone the man, dog, because we all need a little Jesus. No, but it was it was crazy, bro. Like, or a big crazy. one, I mean. A big, or like a big Jesus, yeah. Big, no cap. No cap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay, what were we talking about? I kinda got distracted. No, yeah, no. no, I guess we're just talking about um We're talking about the selling other products and stuff before. Yeah. yeah. No, and yeah. Soldier Boy, yo, Soldier Boy. Alright, here the thing with Soldier Boy Zin? You remember Fruity Loops was like a thing. Like everybody downloaded Fruity Loops. LimeWire did out. Yeah. Everybody having them look alive where a virus up and that's how he, and that's how he got his crank and that's how he got his thing dog and it's like the man just up on the fruity loops dog and in finesse the whole thing dog and that is <laughs> at the time it might have looks like say yo like yo, that lame but no dog i realize the man is a living genius dog pioneer yeah, yeah. the man is a pioneer for real dog yeah, pa- no yeah no as in you know what's crazy yeah pioneer is he's definitely a, i mean whether whether you like it or not yeah dog yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not a pioneer that we we wanted, but pioneer <laughs> we we deserved. We, deserved. <laughs> we got yo. You know, um, you know, daylight. That rapper. No, I'm not. Yeah, no daylight. daylight. No, I'm not familiar. So it's, yeah, he's like this. He has like um, where the tattoos? He has he have these tattoos on him face, like in this pattern. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um. 
Oh, what what's the name of that? What's the name of that comic book character? He's like a black demon superhero. Spawn. Spawn. Yeah, Spawn have like a symbol thing on him face, right? Like a mask. Yeah. Yeah. So, him, so. so him have that Spawn thing tattooed on mm. his face. Mm. But it's like it's like a he's like a rapper guy, but he's kind of like just like this living meme. Like he make music, but like him, I feel like him understand marketing and such a deep, like internet marketing and culture yeah. on such a deeper level. Whereas like him whole being is just this like comedic. Like him don't take himself seriously. Yeah. But then just based on like I remember the first time I saw him. I thought he was like one of these like super serious like SoundCloud <laughs> shoot 'em up rappers. Mm. And then I kept seeing interviews with him and him, I realized he was funny. Right? And then he had this live thing that I saw on YouTube where he's talking about finessing. Like how you don't have any reason not to finesse in 2018. Um, and he was like, saying all right Prius, you want to be a photographer right but you don't know anything about photography this is what you do right you get you get yourself you get yourself a hundred dollars zine you go on ebay you buy yourself a t2i zine yeah you get the t2i then you go on craigslist and you make a listing saying um shooting i'm shooting free free portraits zine no 50 dollar portraits zine man say remember you don't know anything about that so you go on youtube you just look up some tutorials how to use the camera zine just simple stuff you don't need to know a bag of stuff about lighting or whatever that's how to use the camera you're going on craigslist where a bunch of people who don't know nothing about nothing they're going to see like the little cheap photography thing they're going to come to you, right? You do three of those. Pictures, the pictures don't have to look that great. You just take the pictures, collect your $50. You already pay back for the camera, Zine. And now you have, you have a portfolio. See? That's facts. No, it's a You make an Instagram profile and you put up your three photos, right? And you tag them saying, Oh, I'm a young photographer looking to learn and I need feedback, Zine looking for t- photographers and he was like yo these photographers out here they love just talking about themselves dog them love feeling like them better than you so now they you're going to get them sympathy and they're going to teach you stuff right they're going to teach you some terms when they send you a term you screenshot that and you go back on craigslist now and you say you're uh, you get some likes now and stuff and feedback on your on your page you delete those old photos and you go and you go on Google and you find some nice fo- wedding photographer images. <laughs> and you go on Craigslist and you take some of those photos and you say, I do wedding shoots. See? Now this is the bigger money. It's going to come to you, right? And now you're going to see the pictures. And these people on Craigslist, they're not going to look for the photos on Google. You see me? So you get the, you ask them for a deposit, right? And one of these people that you interact with the community are the people helping you. Like you just find some and then you say, hey, looking for some help on a shoot or something, right? And you're going to get some young photographer for come. 
you gotta tell them that oh these people just paying like these people just paying like fifty dollars for like a couple hours at a time see them young they're hungry they're gonna take the fifty dollars but you charge <laughs> you charging three hundred and you got the one fifty deposit zine you keep the hundred dollars you bring them in and you say no you're a photography company zine them edit the pictures for you for the thing no you have like some wedding photographs and you have an established thing you say all right i shot this wedding dog and the man just got out the whole line the whole thing like you know one t2i dog the best believe <laughs> Best believing. Oh, like, Cause T2I, T2I have portrait mode in a dog. It just yeah. doesn't have portrait mode dog. And it I was actually thinking that when it starts yeah. uh, before that, like, you could have just put it on auto. You uh, just put that on auto dog and you just go in and shoot at the place dog and you're good. Dog, the way the man just go down the line and by the end of it, you know, him own, like by the end of it, him have this big company in a dog. Like him tell you how to go down the line and like get, like if you're working on a job. You get all your co-workers involved and like them must spread the word about your business and then you see me you start like buy little things for show them that your thing paying off and then people going to start being oh he does photography he's this big photographer no but end up with the man i quit him job and can live off of the photography business in a dog and i'm like yo no but we're joking in a dog but this but is yeah, the thing you know this is that really people it. people definitely decide at a point for some people is for different reasons some people is pressure some people is you know whatever that but at a point that people decide to just become a general dog it's like dog it's like the other day Taj tell me Taj you're telling me about this brother that would just decide to say yo him just say, go on with him cash up and just say yo i do have a job right now just send me money and it's yeah, like yeah i can't remember what i mean I, I, yeah it's paraphrased i can't remember what the whole thing is when i find it but yeah basically he's like his whole brand is that i'm a i'm a person who begs on the internet and you know that, that's people, his brand people people are going to, they're going to support him and the reason why they're yeah, people support him. him no he has like a huge set of followers and they definitely they definitely support him because like. because the internet wants there to be room for at least one person like that. You see, if a next man come now and go do that now, he might say, no, listen, <laughs> listen, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. We, have, we have one man doing that already, you know, so you just easy yourself. But you see, that man now, him decides, say, yo, I'm going to step out. I'm going to just finish the situation. And him just, him good now, you know, dog. That man can do that for as long as that is hot for him on Instagram. Now, I don't know if it, like, I think for some people, it's just not so easy to do. Something like that because it just altered the character of a person. Yeah, it takes the character. Yeah, it has to have a certain yeah. character to be able to. Ever have a certain character. Soldier Boy is like a top trending thing. It's hilarious. No, but Soldier Boy is a master builder, bro. Clearly, bro. This man. He did it again. Yeah, he did it again, bro. Came on Ray J, you know that. Yeah. He, he, has, he, has, he has ascended to Ray J level you now, that. Yeah. Goodness. For sure. Yeah. But you see, you have to. Yeah. No, go on. No, but as I saying, like, you know, it's it funny because enough times it's like you kind of look at a lot of other, like probably maybe sometimes you might be scrolling down a social media platform and you see other people kind of posting so much about like them day or them posting a whole heap about, you know, what they're doing or what they're working on or, you know, just finished this or just met with this person and just, and it's like enough time I pray, I'm like, yo, Jano, like, Am I supposed to be doing that? Like, am I, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, you look at it, like, yo, these people, but it's really that finesse thing. Like, it's just that whole thing of like, yo, I might 
probably not feel so good about myself if I wasn't doing this right now. Because, you know, maybe I'm not like, you know, somebody who been, you know, crafting away at photography forever or, you know, crafting away at party planning forever, you know, but I just decided to set it up and this is the one thing we want just just work out, you know what I mean? So the Mr. Side say, yo, everything we're gonna make them look like a certain kind of like image, them are gonna do it because this is them only this is them only pet project right now. They could have been doing some whole heap of other things and you know, working on a next job, you know, I never see that on them Instagram. But it's like this whole thing, this whole particular thing that they're trying to finesse. And in a way, it's like, I give it a respect and it come back down to man like Soldier Boy because it's like, man like Soldier Boy was just kind of like, yo, I'm not sure when he says FL Studio, I'm just going with the, the one Caribbean um, steel pan, <laughs> steel pan, <laughs> drum kit, dog, and the man take it out and just repeat it three times, dog. I'm not for sure that, dog. I'm say, yo, listen, here what, me is a producer, rapper, yeah. I'm a thing up, dog, and people laughed at him, but history has shown, you know? So I guess there's room for all of that, dog, and I guess people need to just, as long as the fin- as long as the finesse not killing you or destroying your mental health, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think separates like a soldier boy from like a Ice JJ Fish or like um yeah somebody like that who is like more like people see them as more gimmicks? Cause I feel like people see soldier boy as gimmicks, but on the same hand. Him actually, I mean, him have multiple number one songs and all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. is it just like him just have a level of talent and marketing that's just a little better than them? Or yeah, definitely. I think that I think the thing is like, yeah, as much as the whole thing looks like a gimmick, at the end of the day, to be able to make something that still sounds appealing, even for whatever reason people don't know, mm-hmm. but that's still a level of talent. Like JJ, like. It's funny and it's fun to look, look at and laugh at, but it's not something you actually like would care about listening to, like his yeah. music. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't actually want to listen to it. It's, it's fun as like a meme and something to look at and laugh at, but like he doesn't actually have the actual talent for it to be something that goes not just in meme. So like for Soldier Boy, his thing can fall into the meme category and as well as something that hits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas his thing will only like land in the meme category. It's not gonna be. And if people play. It, in the like it's gonna be in, in an ironic sense it's never gonna be well people were playing soldier boy music in like a definite this is what people want to hear sense mm. versus it being ironic yeah and i think so, yeah i think i think he's talent yeah i don't i want to talent i think it takes a talent to make something that's like obscurely catchy that um that people may be adverse to at first because it just doesn't sound like yeah. Well, you typically would think that would people be. want to hear, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. that even takes more, more of a, 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 a level of, I don't even want to say it's a time, I mean, just some dumb luck. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I don't even but, know, because... But I definitely think it's more than that for him, because I mean, he has several number one hits. Yeah, because I, I, I don't God. know if this is a hot take or whatever, but I feel like... We need to have a hot like... take coming on this podcast. I feel like Drake, Drake's success is a testament to to um the power of gimmicks culture on Drake. Drake, yeah. Drake, because Drake, (laughs) Drake, because I feel like Drake is like the like the thing that makes Soldier Boy different from Ice JJ Fish. 
I feel like it's a thing that makes Drake different from Soldier Boy. Like it's on the same it's like the same line of evolution. Mm. Same evolutionary line. Because I think Drake have had the resources and the the singing chops or whatever it is to make a commercially commercial sounding thing. Cause Soldier Boy things never really sound him, none of him songs really sound commercial in the same way. Like you're not gonna hear them pun like a. Um, yeah, that definitely. That's what that's what I was touching like on. like, yeah, his stuff definitely doesn't sound traditionally kinda, commercial. It's like one of those things that kind of just happened to be commercial. Yeah. Like having to fall into that. Um, what what kind of think of something recently came out like that? Um, I can't think of it now. Yeah. But, but Drake actually but that happens, a polished yeah. version of that where mm-hmm. and I find it interesting how like uh, they're always calling Drake a culture uh, culture vulture and how him steal other people's stuff, right? And even the example of Soldier Boy saying that he used the interpolation of one of his songs in one of his first hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. I found that very interesting because there's many examples of Drake's doing Drake doing the exact same thing ever like since like he did the same thing yep. with um drum holy for people with drum yeah yeah he did it with Migos with too Migos, Migos um extra edge triple X he did yeah. it with um well that brother name on going up on a Tuesday even yeah, did it with Big, even Macron. even did it with Big Sean. Cause that, that whole like punchline flow thing. Yeah. And he admitted that. I think that's the one that he definitely admitted to was mm. the, the the um the big Sean punchline flow thing. You know that like, um back when Young Money was like a thing and they all did that punchline flow. All of yeah. them got that from Big Sean actually. But then mm. there's a debate that Ti was the first one to that. But that's a whole that's a whole yeah. different conversation. But I think what sets it apart. I think Soldier. I think is is like a side thing. You see me. You know, like in um the shining where they talk about the 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 thing that connect them all. Mm-hmm. I feel like they connected to like um the culture, like what people will talk about. Like Seth Godin always talking about things that are rem- making things that are remarkable, which are things that people will talk about, like remark on. And it's like yeah. it don't necessarily have to be like this polished thing that's great, but it can just be something that's weird enough or interesting enough. And I think Soldier Boy saw the internet, saw LimeWire, saw Fruity Loops, and was able to connect the dots and say, "Yo, people mm-hmm. looking up stuff on LimeWire. Why I don't just name my stuff the popular stuff and get my stuff popping?" Isn't it? Drake see a Soldier Boy and say a Maconin and say a Migos and say a thing and it's like him foresee the yo this the is way. different and yeah. weird enough people going to be talking about this I'm not going to let myself be trapped in a box exactly. I'm going to get to know these people before them bust and bust them so that do you, when people do you, do you think that Drake looks at it in that I mean yeah he's the, you know yeah he definitely I think yeah you're right I think he looks at it that way but do you think that he thinks it's insidious like how some people do like some people look at that oh that's kind of insidious though like do you think he actually thinks that or do you What's think he insidious? just thinks no i'm just getting ahead of the curve 
Define the insidious for me, them times. I know you drop. Insidious, just in the sense of just like something that like he's he's using them or like he's kind of being. Um, oh, okay. Right. Um, you know, people yeah. just the culture vulture thing. Like people yeah. maybe like yeah, maybe that's just a better term. Like, you know what? I I think. Do, do you think he he realizes that? That's a big culture vulture, or if he's just no thinking that no, I'm just getting ahead of the curve. That's yeah. that has nothing to do with that. And while helping out, while helping out these people, I think I think well, no, is I think what what I cannot think of Drake in the same way that I think of Quentin Tarantino. Oh boy, in the way that good. it's like, like he's controversial in a way because like <laughs> you know people look at himself and say oh whatever, but him grabbing from all these different things and him do things that might be controversial but people ultimately like the popularity of them is like proliferated by like the fact that they are taste maker like they have good taste so i think it's like a situation where it's like i think drake well from what i've i've seen he's always been a rap nerd like he's he's very in touch with the culture like quentin tarantino is a film nerd mm. where they have like a lot of different influences and mm. they're able to like see way see connections and like um remix things in a certain way but i think why it's different for drake a little bit and why people might look at it that way because music is less I think music is well. Music is a is a easier genre to get into for one. Like the like there are more people in the music industry. Right. Yeah, I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to get into the music industry. And then I think a lot a big part about rap music is um <coughs> because of the ease of rap music and then yeah, to get yeah. hip hop and to get into it. Um, you have people who, it's not like an industry thing, you see me? And then also the culture of hip hop is like, oh, don't bite my stuff or like. Yeah, that was always the culture, yeah. No, the bite, yeah. Yeah, so. I like, mean, especially when it started, maybe not even so much. Yeah. Now, but yeah. But because, but I think that's still an underlying part of it. So, Quentin Tarantino, like people, like if Quentin Tarantino recreate a shot, um, and then yeah, and I think because it's it's also more layers to film as well. Because Quentin Tarantino can recreate a shot or pay homage to like a shot, a shot, a shot from a Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. But because it's like a new character, a new framing, and a new story. Mm-hmm. And like. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't is, come out the same, the same way. way yeah. yeah. As a melody, is it? Yeah. It's because it's just a one thing. Like oh. Yeah. But, you took that melody. I mean, yeah, cause I think I think that thing, I think the funny thing is that because like I didn't even know I didn't pick up on the the, the soldier thing. They tell me I didn't really I didn't even like pick that up until they mentioned it. So I think it's the same thing. I think that even with music, it's the same thing because some people might miss. It. I think there's a lot of things that people miss yeah. is a reference to something else. There's also, just so mm, much music. Yeah. Also, you don't think that is Drake's white half that makes him just mm, yo? You're wild. <laughs> or is that a different conversation? <laughs> right, that's a different conversation. <laughs> you are wild. <laughs> Whoa. Yo, but you know what happened with Drake though? Drake is at the mercy of 
I think two things. One, the people that write for him, because I feel like even sometimes where he might even get caught up, like even the triple X situation, I really kind of feel like the way him get caught up with that maybe is that the person that in him writing camp, maybe they made the triple X whole heap and listened to him whole heap. Because, you know, like people that even write into, like them probably keep abreast of everybody in like the underground, yeah, yeah, yeah. like grungy I see. Maybe Drake listened to him before and not, but most likely the person who was penning for him, dog, just kind of did bite that flow, dog. And there are certain songs that when Drake performed them, like the more fast-paced, like run-on kind of lyrical stuff, I kind of automatically I hear them and I say, okay, I think most likely this was a writing camp result, but I'm not going to knock him, like, because I kind of feel like when him rapping yeah, yeah. from him soul, I kind of hear him, you know, and I kind of know those songs, you know? What, what, like you, what do you think is like, an example of that song? Because I think I may know what you're talking about. But like, I, think, you... I think the, the particular song that in the bite, XXX on, where it was the same kind of... Um, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. But I think also a whole heap of stuff on if you're reading this is too late, which, I mean, a lot of that stuff was proven to be penned by um, some other people. I think like a lot of that stuff that's like very... It's not so much personal Drake anymore. It's like a lot of like bravado, like, yo... I will, I will kill the whole place kind of thing. But like, I think there's other tracks now, like for instance, Sicko Mode. Mm-hmm. Like, I can hear him taking certain consideration with some of his words. Yeah. I can hear him kind of putting in the iconic kind of self-awareness. Like, I think Drake have a, an immense level of self-awareness. And I think when I hear that stuff come out in the music, I'm kind of like, okay, I feel like this was more Drake than the writing camp, you know? And this is no knock on Drake and what he's doing now, but I yeah, think yeah, that's the why... I think that's why him end up in a lot of situations where him have to start kind of being somewhat open with that side of him brand where him have to go and like him kind of trying to be almost like a shaman kind of vibe, like a major laser kind of thing where he's like, you know, let me just, let me travel about the place and yeah. see who is hot over here. And then I think him also pre-numbers like the metrics of different countries and like, yo, if I go and link up with Whiskey over here, this is this whole Nigerian market yeah. that probably listened to me before, you know. But yeah. now that I came and acknowledged Whiskey, which I, not like I said, Whiskey needed that acknowledgement. But in a way, it could help, you know what so, I mean? And it allowed him the opportunity to expand both him writing camp, but as well as his ability to just bite it, but bite it in a, le- a more legal way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's like how Europeans would go to... to um... <laughs> And manifest destiny and all these things. <laughs> grab spices and like everybody I drink spice sugar now. Everybody have sugar for them tea. You see me? Them go and them get the coffee from whoever. Everybody loves That's coffee. That's crazy. Now. And and it's kinda like interesting. But I think well, I mean while it's it's different. I think there's an argument to be made, like, all right, this is a, this might be a bigger, a deeper thing than I try to get into, but would you say, right, that colonialism benefited yeah. um, the countries left in its wake? Oof. Mm. Uh. Or, or 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 what? Or, I mean, there's obviously there's some there's a there's there's massive negative, part of, <laughs> but like, do you think it balances out in terms of like, or what's the ratio of positive to negative? 
And then what is the ratio of positive to negative for Drake collaborating <laughs> or stealing artists? <laughs> <Yo>. Sounds. <laughs> Yo. I think to to have this discussion because what's positive is so relative. Yeah. I think you have to give me an example of what would be positive in that okay. situation. Just one, right. one, one single example. All right, look sweet, at, look sweet at Hong tea. Kong, so Hong Kong was a former British colony. Right. right. Now it's like this huge city, this huge modern city, and now that they've re- rejoined with the rest of um, China, they kind of feel alien to them because they're I mean, because not that China isn't developed, but I feel like it, they're more connected with the global um, economy and like media and stuff. So it's kind of like if you go to Hong Kong, it's like they're kind of like British and they're like more connected to popular culture and stuff. And they have big buildings and cities and everything. And, you know, and no, I mean, China is catching up, obviously, because of the growing economy or growth of the economy over all these years but they kind of are a more modern place even though they're a part of china so is it that modern oh go ahead as you go no i was just wondering if so is it that you're using modern as like a not saying that you're saying that but as a a positive like being more modern i mean modern like and all the things that i mean modernity brings along negative things but i think yeah yeah, yeah definitely you, you but yeah definitely just from the model yeah just from that you know, healthcare improve infrastructure all these mm-hmm. connection to the wider world you know yeah I, mean, I think those are positives yeah it's a complex thing i think i think the whole thing <clears throat> yeah i like the example that you gave but it really got me thinking right mm. because if um britain and other European countries didn't didn't capture so many other countries, right? And kind of force their culture on them. I'm wondering what the progression of those countries would have been otherwise. Yeah, I always think about that too. Britain and European countries set the tone for what is an accepted version of modernity. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what would modernity look like if, um, if there was a level playing field among the cultures, or even if, let's say, if there was a different dominant culture, just yeah. not, just not like, yeah, yeah the Western U.S. Yeah, yeah. Culture, yeah, the Western ideal American, yeah, yeah. Modernity, it would look like right? Wakanda. So I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't think so at all. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know if that is a positive. Yeah. It's positive in the, in, in, in the sense that we are forced to live in that kind of society now, right? So yeah. it's, it's positive that they can conform more easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of positive that you're talking about? Because, yeah, it's positive in that sense. I know that's yeah, not yeah, what you meant, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying that is true. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. true. So... I don't necessarily think that's positive. I mean, I, I think it's good to be able to conform um, since you don't have a choice. Mm. If you have to fit in. But I don't necessarily see that as positive in the greater scheme. And I don't know if it's a case like that in the, in the rap game with like Drake and no, him. Well, 
That's the interesting thing about this argument because I feel like there was definitely a point where Drake's influence was such that it kind of created like this, we call it homogenized sound. Mm. But I think we're kind of moving away from that now with the vast number of other people who coming up because of the internet. Like the, the, the um, six, six, nine and Juice World and Blueface yeah, and, and all these people. Yeah, Blueface. So I don't think there's necessarily one sound. Who on earth is Blueface? Blueface, Blueface, Blueface is, you know, he, he um, as they say, he raps off beat, <laughs> I guess. So he would rap yeah. today and the beat would come in maybe like by Tuesday. <laughs> right, right Thursday, you know? Oh, yeah. I only just learned about Juice World, you know. I was in the car with you guys. Yeah, when you heard the Juice World. So, you know what yeah, it is, though. But Blueface can really rap, though. I get it. He can, he can rap. But you know what, you know what it is, though, dog. Is like I look at it in three ways. Like the first thing I would say is like just kind of as a disclaimer. Like, it's interesting to see how these rappers coming up because them kind of they're, they're foregoing the phase of getting good and just kind of like doing the thing of let me just show the entire thing from the the lo-fi stage because yeah. I young to like. When I get good, because even man like Kodak Black, like first yeah, time, some of them get, some of them don't reach that though. They some of them don't reach that. That's what I'm about yeah, to say. Yeah. Man like Kodak Black, for instance, is a good example of somebody who. It's not like Kodak was bad when he came out, you know. He was alright. Like he was somebody that he had a couple of songs that I thought were really good, and like even yeah, that drone of, like, song, right? Yeah, that droning song. He had that fourth quarter song. Like, and I mean, even for his place, like Broad County, like that was the sound of Broad County. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for me personally, you know, it's like, I kind of look at it this way, like, you have those individuals as rappers, I look at them almost like they're the, they're the individuals in the villages, you know, or like in, in what the Westerners perceive as the villages, you know, or the, the underdeveloped or whatever, even though it's Europe, underdeveloped Africa. And you have these other people who are big, you know, record execs or big rappers, this and that, who have all of this these resources but they don't have the raw like like labor and like raw talent and let's listen to compare it to like the the third class citizens the raw labor you know what i mean that's what these people looking at them these people are labor they're you know they're they're just talent that we can just look collab with and rotate it and a man like kodak for instance him value himself enough to the point where i'm able to build up him own thing like master p you know you know what i mean him never just make nobody come use him up and you know, do no whole heap of this and that, you know. And I think we have to look at it like, is it, like, what would the world look like if that concept of colonialism didn't exist or if that particular colonizer didn't exist? Like, if the British never colonized, somebody else would have come colonized. So would I probably be speaking French right now? Or would I probably be speaking Spanish mm, right now? That's you know, but then if the concept wasn't there, if nobody wasn't doing colonizing, that, yeah, if nobody yeah. wasn't doing, then yeah, like enough things would have kind of, you know, from the hometown outwards, it would have Probably been. Like, why would have to be colonizing? Like, why would have to be? Like, why, for, why, why was that an option? Why was that for like sweet a for sweet tea, bro? But also for leverage, because I feel like enough time what happen is that if you have a society that is a particular way, right, and mm-hmm. it's set a particular way in it way, I don't remember the term for that, right? But it land, it lock, it locked in, and there's no homogeneity taking place. A lot, a lot of the time, after a while, people kind of get tired of it. Like people are just kind of like, yo. Yeah, that's. That's them, why them, them, them yearn. That's why them travel. That's why them, them yearn for something else. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why a lot of these musicians, I think they're kind of that first point of um of recognition of that fact because they actually tour and stuff. So is that when them tour and them start saying, yo, but hold on. I'm over here like in this like quagmire with a bag of people and you know, them is like, you you ain't shit, you ain't this, you ain't that. Really. And then I go travel, go, go back, go Ghana. And I go see what's going on over there. I'm like, yo, I could have been Rate and I could have been collabing with this person and branching out and really, And then the coloni- the colonization process kind of start because then it come down to the brass tacks of how that business is handled in that moment. How this and this are going to work. Are you going to actually cut the person in or are you going to, you know, just go and teeth them thing and then nobody not going to really know or care because them is small fry compared to you. And so in right. that way, in that way, let me look at Drake and say, in some instances, I kind of respect the way how he move. In some instances, mm. I'm like, yo, before you just go and just copy the flow or before you just make your writing camp come in and copy the flow, go cut somebody in because you know what you're going to do. You know what you're about to do. And then there's some moments where him just jump out the gate and just deal with, do him and do that and him not cut nobody in and that, that, that set away for a lot of people, you know? You know? So Yeah, and I think the thing is we don't even really necessarily know like the behind the scenes of, of a lot of the, the stuff because even with the X thing, I think there were rumors that were like, oh, like they did talk and it never really worked or something like that. But mm-hmm. even like using this pivoting, like, because I forgot, we, I don't know how we never mentioned this, the fact that like Popcorn is being signed officially mm-hmm. to OVO now. Which kind of, I guess, go back to it, kind of tie into the whole colonizing, um, Drake Whiteside colonizing people thing. But <laughs> um, the fact that, like, for this whole time, Drake was doing the, the whole Jamaican sound thing, whatever, and now that him had popcorn sound. And you know, people, I know people call Drake's label the OVO sweatshop, like, they call yeah. it Party, um, Majid, um, what his name? Who was there, McConan, when he was there? Like, yeah. basically, like a lot of people look at it like Drake signs these people to give him content, you know? So, like, how do we feel about that now? Like, you know, well, you know what's interesting about the whole thing when, well, Matthew was talking about if nobody, if somebody else would come along, right? And how mm-hmm. after a while, if you stay in one place, you want to branch out. I think there, we, sh- we, we can maybe we look at if we look at the components of a colonialism, because it's not only the fact that they want to see and explore, it's the fact that they want to impose their will upon another group of people. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at both the, um, both the, the what do you call that? The, the longing to, to find something new and you're looking at the ego, right? To want to make your, make the people who you find in this new place bend to your will to, I guess, make the place better for you, I guess, or to maybe or better survive. for them in your better for them in your eye. Or, or, yeah, I mean, Mark, or what Mark, I think like, it's saying something, but your your mic is muted, Mark. If you're trying to say something, yeah. So I mean, I was I was saying that you know it's kind of like terraforming. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. A new place, but you want to make you come. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember I used that word in the wrong way the other day when I was trying to mean um I was trying to mean something else and then I used it. And I was like, wait, is that the right way? And we looked it up and it was like, oh yeah, terraforming. This is 
Yeah. Depending on the context, is really terrible. Terraforming. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I find it interesting. Like, if you're saying if if somebody else would I do it, but like, if imagine if. Alright, so interesting. I was listening to um. There's this. What do you call that? Geologist or anthropologist. He's an anthropologist on the Joe Rogan podcast, right? In study, somebody who studied cultures? Yeah, and people. Yeah, anthropologist. Anthropologist. So he was looking Hello. at um, the development of conservatism and liberalism, right? Like from a biological standpoint. And he was saying that, like, it's not... It, well, the interesting... I don't, like, the thing he was saying was interesting because, like, I, I couldn't find any fault with what he was saying. He was saying that everything that every behavior that you see people ex- um exhibit on like a large scale is usually a survival mechanism right like it's something that allowed our ancestors to reach this point where they could have they could keep having kids and the kids would survive and everything mm-hmm. and um the conservatives are important in the picture because for instance, Christopher Columbus comes and the Tainos come, they're conservative Tainos who stay in the bush and say, yo, no, them boy, they... And, he, and, he, and he, he was making a distinction. He was like, um, you find that like a lot of racists are conservative and, and the reason why that's, they correlate is because, uh, I think this is what he was saying. I don't want to miss it, but I, I think... I've heard that saying, concept before. But yeah, he was saying that like, the um it's not that they hate black people it's that they're disgusted by black people like the race like mm-hmm. are people of other races and that's an important distinction because one is like uh one is more of a heady thing and the other thing is more of a physical like reaction that like in the same way that you're disgusted by the smell of rotting food so you don't eat it so you survive kind of thing is it mm. so then it's like so the time come them see in the bush them's like oh gross spaniards <laughs> stay back in the bush you see me Same. and then the liberal ones <laughs> and then the liberal ones come and them say oh look at these they're different and they're cool look at that hat you see me and you know if 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 they were a benevolent um in um alien right that came and they just wanted to share knowledge and stuff that would have been a benefit mm. but just so happened that they were like murdering pre- people who wanted to take stuff and the conservatives um won in that case isn't me but if there was no um if there was no but if but for instance on the liberal front if food run out right the food that you normally eat that's usually in abundance. Something happened like crops start develop a disease and them dead. The conservatives was like, oh no, we can't eat anything else that's not like this. Liberals might go out in the bush and explore and find some new kind of thing. You see, mm. Some of them might dead from poison or whatever, but some of them find some new food that's better and more abundant and save them, isn't it? So it's like both have them merits, right? But like interesting from the music front now. Drake and are these people who want to dominate the game, right? 
because if it's like a musical colonialism it's both that him exploring different cultures yeah him go out on tour and see the thing but him also have the ego where him want to use it and you can just call it marketing or business savvy or whatever where you basically need to him want to use it for his benefit versus just being nice and you know enjoying music and spreading stuff mm-hmm. but but i mean there has to be a balance of both to mu- move music forward just like there has to be a balance about to mu- move mankind forward but it would be interesting to see um what would happen if there was a perfect balance of both so that if a Christopher Columbus came, maybe instead of killing, and I mean, but ba- maybe balancing a, is kind of a vague thing. But if even if you look at it in just a sense of like numbers, suppose him come and him just half as, as, as not um, bloodthirsty as he was or whatever. You see me? And instead of killing all of the, the tainers, him just kill half of them, and then half of them survive, and them learn from that, and then maybe like half of the Spaniards were good and them provide some technology and them go back instead of capturing the place them go back them leave some technology behind and then you see me some of the liberals say oh oh let's look at this stuff then build technology and then maybe a thousand years later both there's a different there's a european economy that's ba- that's like us now and there's like a tainer economy like us now so instead of so them have them windows computers and over in the Caribbean, them have them pineapple god god of the sun computers. You see me? Like mm. what would like it would be interesting <coughs> if it was. No, I get exactly what you're yeah, saying. It would just be right. like, or it would be a more homegrown technology that's closer to. Yeah, because. To, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be here. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be here at all. No, but it's the the funny thing about you know, like there's a story I always um, it's two stories that I always hear about that that make me kind of always question things in the world very deeply. And one of them, there's a book I read called Don Voyage, which was about just kind of the influence of African people in this side of the world before the, I guess the Spanish, um, like Isabel and Ferdinand and yeah, like even Moors. people like Magellan. Yeah. Because yeah. the Moors were, were us, you know what I mean? But you had even other people that, that sailed over. And like that, that, that aspect always made me wonder like what that conversation or lack thereof was like with, te- with Columbus and the natives because it's a good likelihood that like, as Columbus, it was documented that he even had black Spanish sailors on his um, his ship as well too. Yeah. So it it was probably very likely that the that the the natives on this side of the planet had been contacted before and were aware mm. in some way. And then it kind of humanized it a bit because it make it kind of a thing of you know how charismatic was Columbus? You know what kind of individual was Columbus? Mm. And you know um, was he somebody that had a very good poker face at hiding his agenda? was you know like and were these natives as awestruck as you know the 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 his story tries to write it you know what i mean it was a history book and then written by europeans so. it was written by uh, europeans and, and a lot of the times it was written by somebody who just kind of heard somebody who heard somebody yeah. who heard somebody who stood on a soapbox who heard from columbus about what happened and that story probably wasn't 
that reliable, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then another thing that me kind of always question things is this whole thing about um, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, you know, and like this idea that the Israelites believe that you know there is these three core, I guess, nationalities or genomes or races or what have you that we all are coming from, and that they were each blessed with their own their own talent, but really and truly it was that like the sons of Noah and like basically this whole, the whole prophecy of the fact that, you know, Noah was naked and drunk. And then, um, I think it was mostly, um, yeah. Wait, wait, saying his daughters, his daughters. Okay. So you have to fill me on the story, the accuracy of it. But, um, I they think, wait, sir. I said, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it's not even not even the story itself, but it's just the idea of like how each nationality or each nation or civilization or grouping kind of came with its own agenda of how the world should look and like what their right. standard of of the heights or the pinnacle is. And the like, Europeans have their view of like how order and civilization is supposed to set up, and a lot of it come from the way in which they had to develop in their climate, mm. which was very much no order, death. Yeah. You know, and like in our situation, it was more like, you know, coming from the African genome, you know, whatever that fits into the Hamshem Jaffet story. We were kind of, they were, they were blessed with technology then basically because of that. They had to innovate technology very quickly and rapidly and efficiently. We also had technology, but we were also blessed very much with the spirit. So we were able to kind of like see um, the natural order of the world and also how to kind of like work with it. And I think that still resonates very heavily with us. Yeah. And then I think you look at like other cultures, for instance, not to specify, but like like Asian cultures, for instance. And I feel like they have this kind of healthy mix of like um, the the mind, the body, and the spirit almost too. Like they kind of have this whole like holistic kind of like yeah. um, grouping of this entire thing. And I say all that to say that like um, if everybody was left alone, the world would look a lot like the way certain places look right now because you have some places where people there have never been contacted by Europeans or they were at one point and mm -hmm. the chief of the place decides to say, yo, listen, that now go happen again. And because of the way how modern science or psychology work, we, we view intelligence on the scale of like, okay, those people, they don't know as much as us, therefore they're not really as advanced as we are. But actually... Those people well advanced because those people over there in them civilization, them they might live a certain lifestyle where they recognize they're so advanced that they recognize that they didn't need to do all that stuff. They didn't need yeah. to burn. It's actually Mark they tell me this actually one time. That maybe those people were so wise that they realized we don't need to pull fossil fuels out of the ground and put it in a piece of iron that will be hurling through time and space. We don't need to we don't need to do all that stuff. We just don't need to. Like, you know what I mean? We can just create this homeostasis right here. And we can just live, and we can just take these psychedelics, and we can just. Because <laughs> so I guess maybe they just recognize what was more important to them. Then like just what recognize what was more important to them, you and it show you that diversity of human life, you know. I just, I actually, re yeah, I actually really feel like it, sh it, it should. Have, I mean, uh, that that's an ideal thought, of course. I mean, the past. I mean, things already happened, but I guess the ideal thought is that I think that, yeah, I think people. I think I agree. I agree. Takes to I get what Ikem was saying with like if there was just some kind of like at least equal trade off. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if I was to if I was to pick between 
any of that and people just kind of being able to just live in the spaces that they lived in and kind of live kind of like what you're saying live live with what they deem important versus what is felt like they should be deemed important based off of like being um, impacted on through colonialism and stuff i would mm-hmm. say like no let people just i would have just had rather that we just all just lived mm-hmm. um and well, not even necessarily in a bubble but just but just be able to like develop within our own context versus mm. being like, because I think that what it is is the fact that like all of, all of these cultures and everything were contrasted, like the same thing, black and white, like we're contrasted with someone. I don't think it should be a situation where our existence is a contrast to someone else. It should be a thing where our existence is what we do and how we live in our existence and, and understanding and respecting all other people. But I mean, of course, all that's ideal and, we kind of gone past that point now, of course. But yeah. if I was to choose, I would say that I think to have that that aspect where we're not contrasted, but we just kind of live by um, our own means. And yeah, I think ideally the best best thing would be that we could all have had come together and learn things from each other, and you know, equally kind of like gain things on a certain scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that that was almost like the that that's such a very specific thing that the chances of that happen, happening were almost impossible that it would be that because we already, have, we already have such a hard time understanding each other within our own cultures much less when things cross over so there's just all this like yeah um, yeah and just to clarify the when you were talking about the cultures that how we see them now you were talking about like that island off the coast yeah right? saint Louis island oh, where the, uh, the missionary missionary went and got murdered. yeah yeah, because and that story was deep. That story was deep because it showed you the whole thing. Where it's like, the man of us has said, "Yo, listen, bro, we we advance enough for no say what you doing stupid for." Our yeah, we don't. Right we don't want. Yeah, we don't want. What you but want. you know, not advanced enough because you believe in a man in the sky, and you come in to save us with this man in the sky, brother. You're gonna kill us. We are aware of. We probably don't know what we call it, and we don't know it's like a tiny microbacteria, but we know you carry a sickness. Could you please go? Like we, we it is, and funny enough, whether that sickness is physical, spiritual, mm-hmm. economical, like whatever the case may be, like they have, yeah, they carry a sickness. Because yeah. they've seen it. I mean, them seen. Imagine like being a civilization that you see it happen to all the other civilizations around you, where they see it. It's almost like they witness this this disease that spread across like all everything. And they're like, yeah, and exactly. then they're just like, yo, oh, we're chill. And then, yeah, funny enough, when it's all about them, just chill. Got them on them islands. Zombies can't swim, right? until the zombies couldn't swim until thousands upon thousands of years passed and they developed technology because the people on the outside world of the Sentinelese islands and dog that must just seem like the white walkers to them in a dog like there's like yo these oh when them say like some missionaries coming in yeah bro it's like yo you have some people out there you have some you have some you have some creatures out there you know and let me tell you something right you know so you're saying a joke is half white walker. I don't know that. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> yo, yo, Taj, you're wild. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. But you see, here's the thing now with all them man there now. Um, to even look at the point, even going a little bit further now, is like, I personally, my personal belief, and I don't think it's right, mm-hmm. but it's just my personal belief about the world, because them say heaven and earth is yin and yang, so Sun Tzu said. It's like, it's almost like certain things were going on with bad. Unfortunately, 
I did too. Boy, I don't even want to say it must happen, but it's like it's like it go on and it's like it adds to the homogen like homogenization of the planet. But when you zoom far out, you realize it's like a lot of just like overlapping individuals and matter just happening, and it's like some of it is not so positive, some of it is not so, some of it is negative, and it's like we have our moral code of right and wrong, but it's like. I don't know, dog. Like, sometimes I just look at the whole thing and I just say, yo, it's coming like we're just being on this planet, just moving away from negative stimuli, moving towards positive stimuli. And the man them in Europe cold and freeze up themselves. And then Mr. Side say, yo, you know, say, well, if we come out of this, you know, we'll just go take over them people and land over this, you know, because it's them or we, you know. And then them in that moment of not being their higher self as a human, set in motion this particular point in history that as a touch say we can't turn back the hands of time and i know we just i don't know it's like a whole heap of feelings carry and the world just become the way it become and it's like sometimes it made me look at it and wonder like is this all just the way it is like this is just the way it just have to be like could there ever be a time where we're not living like this like are we close enough to be able to be in that time where we're not living like this or you know what i mean like were we closer then when we were separated from each other but did we have to at some point come together at some point anyway because I just saw the thing work or, you know is that them thing that I met sometimes like you know if yeah, all this negativity if, if the thing is you know it's like it's like if you look at it right like fine like yeah maybe it would have been a point where we all come together but like if you look at it like a relationship right like if people if it's a situation where someone kind of feel like they're forced into a relationship versus something where it feel like it's too healthy people coming together and meeting in a healthy way. Then yeah, it's a much more beautiful thing versus something where it kind of just feel like this weird forced mm-hmm. situation where like, um, which is what colonialism was, it's just this, this forced situation, this forced merging and meeting of Contrast, yeah. Yeah, I know we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even we're not going to get the chance, at least in our lifetime, maybe not for a while to see what I look like because there's always people who kind of want to jump the gun first or kind of want a little more than them, a little want more than what they should, you know, be able to get. You know what's crazy about this? I remember I wrote this tweet a while back. You guys ever watch Hook? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like saying, um, you remember that speech when um, Granny Wendy, they were opening the orphanage in Granny Wendy's name. And it was like a opening ceremony with a room full of orphans that came through her house. Mm-hmm. And um, I had wrote, written that scene when he says, um, we're all orphans. I guess we do have things in common. Because he was talking about, he's a lawyer. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, look at all these people. We don't have that much in common. But then he's like, oh. Well, I guess we do because we're all orphans. And mm-hmm. I was comparing that to, I was saying like that scene, but instead of it being people in the seats, is all the past European colonies. There was a breeze that came in afterwards, and that and that breeze is like economic turmoil. Mm-hmm. And it, and it was like interesting thinking about that because. It's kind of like the state that we're in now. I think it was also because I had watched that documentary again. Um, what's 
the name of that documentary uh, Jamaica, about the Jamaican economy during uh, the oh, life and death? Life and, life and death. death. Yeah, that documentary is serious, and... though. You know? I watched Life and Death again, yo, and I was like, yeah. I know, look how. Look how it's like them just bring her over your side and just left with her. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> no, like... Talk to no, talk to that. Talk to that. I was like, yo, it's like... Is I, is I island prison with that one, you system, know? Huh? Is I island prison with that one, dog? On yeah. a level, dog. It's kind of yeah, like because they're also... You're going to even think about how the whole visa situation is set up. We can't yeah. just leave the island. Dog, so it's like I they am. had it and then they lock it in. So like basically it's like you can't really just yo. go to another country. I can't just... Like, you can't just go to the UK, you can't just go to the US. Like, no, no, you need to basically buy your way out of the prison. I went to, yeah. I went to get... I and you have to, to renew that every couple of years. I went to get a visa, Gene. I, I had only been to the States one time when I was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. And, like, probably, like, two years ago, I went for a visa. And I got denied, Zine. Mm-hmm. They said I didn't oh, have where? sufficient... the States or UK? For the States. Yeah. They said I didn't have sufficient ties, right? Because oh, I'm a freelancer, I don't, have a, I don't work for like a, a job and I don't have like yeah. a house or like stuff in my name, right? How dare you? So it's kind of... <laughs> so to lock you to the prison. Yeah? To lock you to the prison. Yeah, so mm-hmm. no, but like it's like, it's weird because I remember, I mean, like all my, all my time, because I guess I was kind of in this bubble right where um i mean i went i mean i, I guess my family is like a middle class family right i went to prep school i went to a traditional high school we never really want anything never rich i mean i don't i never got like a bunch of stuff when i was younger mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. i never went out and go parties and all that so far go fly out or anything but at the same time, it's kind of like you get this thing in your mind that, oh, if you got to for a visa, I don't know. It's like if I, I never thought that I'd be denied for a visa, because I don't think of myself as like criminal or anybody would perceive me as criminal mm. based on all these things, which is kind of like a naive kind of thing because it's not even about that. Yeah, it's just, oh, yeah. It's just easy me, and then, but going to the to the place, I remember going there, and feeling like this weight, like because even before I went to the the interview, they're like, there's this Cuban guy in front of me, mm-hmm. he was in Jamaica, he was like speaking in a thick accent, and apparently he needed a visa to go back to his family or something, and they're saying him don't have sufficient whatever. And then, like, the way I'm talking, it was, like, like this desperate, like, yeah. my family, whatever, and thing, and they was like, sir, there's nothing we can do for you, and then him start crying, you see me? And then there was, like, this lady beside me who got denied, and she was just crying, she had, like, her child, and, like, she was just standing there crying, and then, like, the security had to come and usher her out of the place. Mm. And there's just like this sense of just desperation and sadness, and I was like, "Channel, what? Why this feels so dark?" Yeah, I've had I've had the experience to where I saw that like the person in front yeah. of me like get turned down, and they were talking about the family, and they need to see the family, and they're just like cold face, like, "No, I can't do anything for you." Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we're all stuck on this giant island prison. Matthew, why, why did you have to say And then coming outside and then walking no, outside the of there, walking yeah. outside of the embassy. You feel and different? I just remember, yeah, like I just see like like this homeless brother walk up on the road with him pants down by him knee. I'm like, John, what kind of place <laughs> yeah, dog, is this? Yeah, you're why stuck, dog. Just look out way. It make you feel stuck, dog. No, I didn't have that, yeah. Prior to having experience, Iken, when you saw that homeless guy before, that was just home. That was just home. <laughs> that was just you home, see, dog. But like, it's like you realize, Jano, really, there's nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that feeling of being stuck, because I've had that, and that's not, yeah, the feeling of being stuck is not. It's not a it's not a good feeling. So it's crazy mm-hmm. that all of this. I was stuck because, because of like the because the people took us here, dropped us off, then just exactly. discon- then just locked us out of everything else. Exactly. They're like, all right, you guys can just. So it's kind of like we're just orphans to this, <coughs> and we wouldn't be orphans if they didn't build the system, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's and it's yeah. Yeah, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's just a wait, man. It's like some kind of weird Hunger Games kind of thing where we're just like... In a way, yeah. We're just locked on this island by... We're locked in on an island through economics and through like... Yeah. That's the thing, dog. No, Taj, the way you describe it is so like accurate to me. It's, it is a Hunger Games kind of thing because... Mm. And then it's basically, yeah, it's like the chosen ones and the people who get to, you know... And at the end of the day, we do kind of like fight this battle within our own communities mm. about, you know, trying to get out and then who are crabbing a barrel, ray, 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 uh, stuff. Yeah. So it does come back down to <clears throat> that Hunger Games metaphor, you know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And then it's always funny too, because it's like when you think about, you know, you know, like in Jamaica, because we don't have, we don't really have too many white people here. So technically the people who would be considered the they're upper class are white. They're the minority, yeah. So people who are considered like upper class are normally people of lighter skin color, lighter skin complexion, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny that the fact that like our ends up happening is a lot of time. It's like, especially when they, they're going to the United States, well, a lot of those people who are seen in that light here when they go to the United States, all of a sudden I realize a lot of them get the reality that, oh, they're black. Yeah, and I get the reality check that oh no, it's not. You know, they're no longer. It's not. I don't know. I've just guess I've just noticed that I've seen people who were here and they go away and they live abroad, and it's almost like they're now the man. Yeah, you know, and they like it's almost like it's for them. It almost like they're kind of like living a different life now from what they were here when they were kind of in the um the upper echelon of things. Yeah, we're the upper class minority here, but then they're mm-hmm. kind of like almost one of the lower rungs of the ladder mm-hmm. minority over there. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. not Hunger Games, bro. Hunger Games Island Prison. Yeah. Only yeah, someone I mean, is able to, to leave sometimes. And then we'll have to go back and check in and make sure we can renew our um, rights and abilities to leave again. You know? Until we just, for some reason, we're chosen to be able to like permanently not have to be here but when it's never that case because if you think about it any country that you think to you can eventually get deported from if they don't if it's not your birth like even if especially as a jamaican person yeah so even if you got like a a, you know a thing there like if for whatever reason i mean 
he's usually criminal, but I mean, I don't know, for whatever reason. I don't know. As we see how laws change, for whatever reason, but the even, government decides that they want to change certain laws and they're like, you know, no, let's kick all these people out of this yo, country. Even with the internet, even something as simple as um, geo, geo restrictions and videos and mm, sites yeah. and stuff. And like, I remember yo. I was trying to set, set up an Amazon account to, like, I have an Amazon account where I buy stuff, Zine. And you mm-hmm. order it and you ship it come. But then if you want to sell stuff, um, I was trying to sign up for that. And Jamaica wasn't listed on the list of countries where you could set things, up. Yeah, most account. of those things that we are. We but are. like uh, Barbados and like Trinidad and stuff. <coughs> and I was like, Jano, how come I don't... Island prison, bro. Easy me. So, yeah, and, and those, those people I mean, Jamaica have nice more access. Jamaica is, uh, yeah, you know, everything nice. Those people have far more access though because you see like those people know and not to not to compare ourselves or anything like that, but Trinidad and Barbados and them places dog like man them things set up dog like them have a them have a certain level of respect from the international community. And it have a lot to do with the way in which they've integrated the international community within their society and, mm-hmm. and which we like, really haven't done. No, we 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 know well we're trying to but i also yeah. feel like what we have shown the, the world as jamaican people is that like i think i think in a way sometimes i feel like certain economies are scared of jamaican people yeah I, I, was think, actually say, I was going to say that so definitely yeah i think that i think certain economies are definitely scared of jamaican people i think maybe caribbean people and i hope i think jamaican people because i think we one with america in particular we have the history over. of having yeah, we have the history of having pretty much the worst multinational, like drug, one of the worst multinational drug and criminal um, organizations yeah, that America yeah, sure. has ever seen, and yeah. it's it's hard to fathom because you think to yourself like, okay, Pablo Escobar, the mafia, but actually, first and foremost, Pablo Escobar wasn't even a big problem in America. Yeah. So second, yeah. Sec- secondly, the mafia wasn't even as organized until after the Godfather movies. Sure, yeah, the organized, and I think people kind of look at that as like, you know, if these Jamaicans really were given the kind of economic leeway, we would take off that. Like Cuba is an example of that. Cuba, the reason why America hate Cuba so much is because at one point they were this, they had this huge economic leeway, and it was the Casablancas of the Caribbean. Everybody go there to do all them debauchery. And then this man Fidel say, yeah, man, you see all of this wealth? One day, me and these people go storm the beach and we're just going to seize the whole light. And we're going to seize the whole light and one time we're just going to use it to flip the country into a self-sustaining state and then we're going to run out everybody. And that's exactly what the man do, dog. And it's like, if you check it, dog, them, them can't really touch Cuba, dog. Like, Cuba set, dog. And yeah, they can't. Yeah. They can. I mean, even though it have it issues and everything, and Jamaica could have been exactly that. And to have two places like that in the Caribbean, and then yeah, in comes our history with Michael Manley and the alliances with the communism versus the, the people in America who say, all oh, communists were dead, dog. And mm-hmm. you know, that is where it intersects with our history, you know, and show you say, yeah, there was a time that America and other places, it's scared that this little small place just like Cuba was going to okay. become... Yeah, imagine that. Imagine a little small place with so much resources, and that's the reason why we would have been able to become as big as we were. And that's the reason why we have our WTO, like World Trade Organization mm-hmm. agreements that are all messed up when mm-hmm. we have so much natural resources on our on our island. 
way more than even some big land masses. Yeah. Yeah, I do not know this. Same thing with North South American countries. They have terrible um, foreign um, not, um, foreign policy agreements yeah. when it come on to like trading and trading and tariffs and all that stuff. Yeah, dog, it's terrible, dog, and them have the most resources. So it's like it shows you so like the people who really could be in control on this side of the planet. It had to be a very aggressive early kind of like stagnation Stamping of the culture. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are they are afraid of of the um, potential. Of yeah, dog. No, because the thing is, you know, like every time anywhere Jamaicans go, dog. Influence. It's like we take over. Yeah, the influence mm-hmm. is like heavy. It's like we vibrate like at a at a crazy amount of energy. Like it like it takes over, man. Like and people are afraid of that. That's not I mean them can guys it's done like think it with other reasons, other things, but like at the end of the day them that's like a that's kind of like a terrifying thing for a lot mm-hmm. of people. A lot of cultures and a lot of um of these countries. So yeah, then just we just lock up on this island prison. Until we that. can until we can like for whatever reason, through through whatever kind of um, policies, we kind of bend. Yeah. We kind of bend Yo. to like the things that they want from us, but in order for them to be like, okay, you guys can now come and come to the rest of the world now. Like we'll now mm-hmm. invite you back to the party now, because you guys kind of chill out and we can have little control and little yeah. um, influence over the things that you guys do. I think mm-hmm. I think the irony of it is that the um. You know, they said that uh, necessity is the mother of innovation. Is that the... Yeah, yeah. Innovation, yeah. Innovation, innovation. Yeah, innovation. And, innovation. Um, like, a lot of the... Like, like, you always see these stories about, oh, some kid in Ghana created a water filtration system that sold mm-hmm. forward from, like, some Pepsi bottle and things. Yeah. And I feel like the amount of... The amount of cultural um influence jamaica has is as a direct result of the lack of resources Mm -hmm. like even even the idea of reggae like coming from like a mistake or a man mess up the speaker and him met the thing by accident and him just go on and work with it and is it me like we as jamaicans we work with it enough, you see me? We just mm-hmm. turn your hand, make fashion and all these things. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's there's definitely layers to, to our influence. I think, Yeah. like I was saying about the same thing with, with um, colonialism, like the um, ability to explore and to, um, and the ego. To like impose your thing and stuff but then you have talent and then you have like a bunch of other stuff like the x factor of like oh what's cool and all these things all that culminates into like things that i feel like culturally jamaican like the whole jamaican thing is based on is mm. like when you think of a jamaican it's always like it's true you know, outcast kind of thing, but like, you see me? Even like, no, right, actually, that's even, what you define a Jamaican. Even like, um, yeah, even alright, because I mean, and and there are people in Jamaica who, who are very conservative and like thing, but I feel like the um level of pressure causes the diamonds to form, like, you see me? And like, we have some of the biggest diamonds because of that pressure and. Mm-hmm. 
Like even a, a Bob Marley scene, a lot of people make the note that Bob Marley wasn't really accepted in Jamaica um, on a wider level until his international success, right? And when you look at Bob Marley's early songs, a lot of that, a lot of the songs were about being alone and being a loner and like the limb that the builder refused, the stone, stone. that the refused and all that stuff. For the limb, because of, sure. <laughs> I mean, that, that, and that was like, on fact, because he was half, half cast. That's what they call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And Drinking it. Then the further thing of like him accepting Rasafari and him here and like, the whole so it's like him he was like a reject on multiple le- levels and that just yeah, pushed yeah. him further you see me so yeah i mean if 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 the u.s kind of were preening it on that level then would have probably even opened up things more just so that them could spread them influence in here more and and uh Watered on the thing, you see me? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, even if it was a thing... Well, I mean, maybe they're doing it still. Because, like, if it was a thing where, like, them just set up a bunch of infrastructure down here and, like... I mean, maybe they're doing that with the IMF. And, like, just implement some things where it's like, oh, just dilute down the Jamaican culture to a level. Because, like, one and two generation of people having a little money, more money in them pocket would have probably decreased the amount of innovation and thing where them would have to deal with you, see me? Them would have to do for survive. Like if you were just, yeah. if you were if you just increase, if every, if every Jamaican under like the poverty line just get like a 30 grand more a month, like the implications of that, like, Ten years from now would be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely huge because um, I remember I met somebody once who was doing a paper. Like they came to Jamaica to do a paper about why more Jamaican people aren't making apps, like aren't benefiting more from like the digital landscape in terms of app development, and. Like in my head, I was kind of thinking, well, I mean, it have a lot to do with probably the the skill training and stuff, not necessarily being here and stuff and renting. And then when him actually started showing me the fact that a lot of the apps that you find in the app store, like a lot of not a lot of apps that you find in the app store, but a lot of there's a lot of apps out there that are based around very heavy cultural things like. Like, for instance, maybe like a voiceover app that will give you like patwa. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can, you know, like you can do something funny, like a little funny little thing from our culture. That's like a big app that like is like a big thing that no people in China and stuff download, you know, like an app where there's a little Jamaican Rastaman and you can press and make him smoke and him, you know, it's like a whole heap of things out there that people build off of our culture. And Somebody out here could definitely build it, but the skills isn't there. But also, a lot of the time, it's like the time. Because if you have to do so much on a daily basis just to survive, like, you don't really have time for sit down and, like, execute something like that. But I best believe, like, you have enough man out here that sit down and they meds the, like, the app idea. 
No matter which yeah. which part of Jamaica them yeah. come from, they mess it all. And them sit down with them phone, because they have them smartphone. Everybody, enough people have them smartphone now. And then put on them one service doll and then go and check out one and two apps and say, yo, yo this yo, app look funny. Download, yo, you know, say, yo, it wouldn't bad if like with all of a game where yeah. isn't it's like a taxi surfer thing and True. isn't it? And it not really even be so deep for one of them and they're like, get up and say, yo, all right, boom. My God, just take up a quick karimat course. And, but him not having a time for really look into all of them things there, dog, isn't it? Enough people think it's more like people do have an ambition. And I'm like, it's not, no like an ambition thing dog it's just more Resources. that now nah, gonna do it for you right now is yeah, yeah, so yeah. what you say is the real thing you came like if people even if it was just even a little bit more of our support on a, on a monthly basis dog people would do people in jamaica would do amazing things because i see people out here do amazing things all the time that we just the that they have yeah, and I, and, and I have a catch myself, like, saying to myself almost, like, yo, I wouldn't even expect, say, yo, somebody in Jamaica. And then I catch myself, and I'm like, why am I saying that? Like, there's enough brilliant people out here that meds things deep. Like, yeah. them, like enough people, no matter what level of education, what level of them sit on and meds things, and I say, yo, you know, so this would have bad. And you don't like, think there would be, like, a 50-50 chance of it? I was just I about to say thing that I too. thought you were saying the opposite thing. Yeah, I was saying the opposite mm. thing, but I see that point too. Well, I mean, it could be 50-50. I mean, I feel like there's a chance that... Because the thing is, yeah, you can't discount human nature, you know, because I feel like mm. um, poverty is a terrible thing. Mm. But at the same time, it kind of push you to do things that if you were comfortable yeah. and complacent you would normally do you see me well some people not everybody that's the thing yeah, but I, you know Taj, you and i were talking about that the other day we're saying that um people have this way of glorifying um struggle struggle yeah, struggle. yeah. Glorifying struggle like you know if it wasn't for the struggle that he went through he wouldn't have the character now and he wouldn't yeah, be this ambitious or if it wasn't for the struggle that she went through she wouldn't have become this great public speaker on mm. yeah. or this authority on whatever topic but also no there, w- there wouldn't be any need for anybody to be this authority on anything or this great anything mm. and exactly. the struggle that caused them to be that way Perhaps the struggle forced them to be great in that particular aspect. But why are you thinking that the person wouldn't, wouldn't be great if they didn't go through that struggle? Maybe greatness was in that person before. Also, if you look at it statistically, um, how much people in the ghetto struggling, right? Mm. How many of them become great afterward? It's not the struggle that caused the, the successes that come out of those situations to be great. Whatever was great in them before, perhaps was refined by that struggle. But it's not the struggle itself. Like the, the struggle is not the, the, the cause of them being great then, to put it as simple way. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a cause and effect um, mm. kind of relation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. It, and yeah, the, struggle, yeah, the struggle acts yeah. as a, um, a catalyst. It can act as a catalyst, but I think that at the end of it, because as we said, like yeah, you do have people who go through some of the same things as someone else goes, and they and their decisions and the way or they handle the situation is completely different. It and that's people. people who are that way. 
Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the struggle, yeah, as it acts as a, a castle, it can act as fuel in some way for certain things, but I don't think it's like the, yeah. it's not a be all end all. Like, I feel like, and I guess for me, like, I, I definitely see it and I understand it, but I guess my personal takeaway from it was is that the, um, the dangers of romanticizing it because what happens is that people kind of will take that and, because I see people take advantage of the fact that like people go through struggle, oh, you need to go through this struggle. So like they literally use it as like even like a um, uh, uh, tool to justify doing or like putting a strain on someone or putting like yeah trying to program they, somebody yeah you know they were like oh you need to go through this struggle like I remember even my mother was telling me that she had a friend who came up with a more efficient way to do her job at her workplace here in Jamaica came up with a more efficient way proposed it to the boss the boss's response to the like was like oh you want easy life. And I was like, wait, no, this is, I'm trying to make the job that you, that I'm trying to make this entire thing more efficient. It's not about, so their, their thing is like, no, we need to go through things in a difficult, yeah. like, like way, like that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you, why is it that like, the whole point of things is to advance stuff and to make things move forward. Why would you constantly choose? Well, it depends <laughs> if you're getting paid. By the hour and the boss has said, right, it is <laughs> too fast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that is too fast. <laughs> That's true. But you see, it's yeah, just it's a barrier to entry for like other people to kind of come up because it's like, like in Jamaica, if if more, as I, my thing just come down to like, if somebody was getting a little bit more pay for the thing that they deserve to be getting paid mm-hmm. more for. Cause it's not like says a thing where it's like, boy, the boss do the metrics and work all the thing and say, boy, if I enough time, the boss just like can pay ten and pay two, and and I just kind of witness that firsthand. Not with every business, not with every business at all, because you have enough businesses that you know them tight and them have to be tight for them reasons and rated and you just decide if you want to work there or not. But enough business dog, people feel get paid way more dog, and it's like I just feel like when you when you can actually start to not feel like the system programming you, yeah. like it don't matter when you leave school, what you're able to pass and not pass, all that stuff is rubbish anyway. It just come down to you're able to free up your mind a little bit and start thinking about what you want to actualize in life. And you have enough people, my version right now, who own a clothing store in Jamaica. And I mean clothing... Own a clothing store in Jamaica is not that big of a deal, you know what I mean, in terms of like... That's not small feet either. Not a small feat, but not that big of a deal for a lot of people. But a lot of people come to his store and buy them clothes every week for the dancing that them going. Him just decided what his market was and then build him clothing store, dog. And my whole thing is just kind of like, yo, that youth, it could have been a, a multitude of different factors that could have added to him being able to do that. Like maybe him grind harder than everybody else. But also, him could have even been in a situation where him probably meet a boss that was well cool to, that kind of show him one and two things about certain things. And very quickly, him learn something that boss say, yo, you know what? I don't underpay my people here. Sometimes in life, some people get like even a small break. And that break, like we romanticize the struggle, but like we don't romanticize the break sometimes. That, that small little break sometimes is so important, right? And being able to recognize it to like, yo, I could be working over there where the people over there are really being disrespected, but you're here, my boss, and I'm cool, and I'm, he's a master. So I'm not against, like, the plantation thing neither, dog. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah. 
Nah. Oh, whoa. Nah, sorry. <laughs> that was a that was a mister. That was a mister. I'm not against. I'm not against the modern day workplace thing at all. You know, but I just feel like. <laughs> Yo, the man them can do better by them staff. You know what I mean? And it's like the staff, them them fear is that the staff is gonna feel like them too liberated or something like that. And yeah. No, they'll pay the people them. You know, pay the people them for the job with them do. You know what's weird? I was watching. Um, remember before we did start talk, I was saying it's crazy how I never realized pre entrepreneurship before, right? And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a big factor because I feel like my I mean, uh, we never learn anything about in school, really. Being an entrepreneur, I mean? Yeah. Mm. Which they kind of rectify now with the whole um, the government making movements to... Yo, sorry, a quick pin. Why is it that go- your Google is... Well, I am literally went onto my thing and I'm seeing, like, oh, top richest countries in the world. Because we're, we're, like, talking about you. It's I've never world seen world this world kind world. of ad before. This is, it, yo, this is really, it's really frustrating. Anyway, yeah, let's so believe they're listening to us. It's so very frustrating. That and then also because I feel like, um, I think it's just complacency, just because I never had to use me, and 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 then now thinking about, it, I was watching a bunch of documentaries about like Mark Cuban and Mark Zuckerberg and um Elon Musk and stuff. And the one unifying unifying thread between all of them was um, that they either like saw a problem that they mm-hmm. could that they, and they thought of a way to fix it, or um, yeah, I mean that was the unifying thread. All of them like how they got their start. The first breakthrough was they saw a problem, or they saw like a a thing. That people would enjoy and then they decide to fix it so elon musk was one of the founders of paypal he said mm-hmm. like but even before he did paypal he created some he created this system where it was basically instead of having to go through a yellow book and like find a page it was just an online directory of numbers yeah. which is just like a simple idea but like he was able to like sell that stuff for like millions while he was like he was probably like 18 or whatever Mm -hmm. he was able to sell that well and i feel like it's interesting you were saying the thing about the person making a job easier because um i feel like jamaicans pre stuff like that all the time like yo you know so i could have made this easier like even if you see a handcart man do some interesting for make a machine but i think the thing is I don't know if it's because we live on an island and like there isn't an industry behind like tech or like a culture of mass production kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because watching all these documentaries about these people, like the the part that they realize, oh, other people would pay a lot of money for this or like this industry could be changed completely from this and that's when they took the idea they had and made it into like a million dollar thing right i feel like we don't really learn or we don't really think about just because it just seemed like kind of impossible in a way maybe i don't know it may be daunting it don't it don't yeah but like 
the more you listen to the stories of stuff like that, I feel like the less daunting because you realize how that there are other people who are doing it. You see me? And yeah, um, uh, even people do it. like I, I was preying this lyric video thing, um, the other day. I did pre when Jada Kingdom did release Banana. Oh yeah, did, yeah. It released a, a lyric video, zine. And I was like, I was looking at it, I was like, yo, who did this? Because, like, it was I like some like a cool this. 2D animation thing. Like, who do this? Them bad, you see me? And I was looking for see who do it. Because I was like, praying, oh, somebody local do this, this bad. And then later that day, I think it was that day or that day after, somebody just sent me a thing random, not even related to it, saying, yo, I have this job and I want you do this thing. And by this time, I'm overwhelmed and I don't want to do any lyric videos zine but i keep getting people wanting me to do lyric videos and i said boy to be honest i don't really preach pray if you do that still and he was just like randomly saying yo i saw this template thing you know and i was praying for use it what do you think about it and him sent me and dog it was the exact same um animation thing and i was like oh this but not only that it was like this pack where they have like all these like a hundred and something hand drawn animations and yeah, templates yeah. and stuff and i was looking at it it's like dog why am i even like literally <laughs> if somebody can use this and make something that look good why do i even get me i work too hard and why are you working so hard <laughs> and then i started looking into the working too hard, creating the templates like um there's there's something that and or you need to go on colonial like, colonize somebody that thing about like um you need to be creating something that going to put your you you out of work is right. a lot of people get them reach them industry and then get the work and then just kind of take it for granted and them thing and it's like the same mentality where you have like a boss don't want innovation or using me or people just stay in the one job and afraid to branch out because it's like them get complacent and them have them fearful and i mean you can understand and empathize with it zine but like with the internet i feel like it's now is the time kind of thing for be like thinking globally instead of locally like just because like if you're the person created that thing make her job better i'm sure there that system could be beneficial to a bunch of other people and if she was just like yo i just gonna make an instagram page and make a tutorial around this thing and just make videos talking about better ways to improve the thing she could like if she do it consistently like in a year she could like quit her job because that could sustain her you see me Mm. You know, there's another level to this thing and it come down to um how your character was molded as well because mm. even if you have an a, an excellent idea not everybody is built in such a way to execute it and monetize it mm. is it mean? so that lady could have easy come up with that and it come back to the same mark zuckerberg and them and they're still were just teeth people ideas but they have a better way to execute mm. it and monetize it so yeah that lady could have probably just as you said it can she could have probably like take it and make some tutorials and things but does she have the character to do that and i'm not talking about motivation because that's like written apart 
Because like sometimes I lack motivation for things that I actually enjoy doing. It's like, but there are other things that I know that I'm not built to do, even if I have great ideas about them, you know? You think, but you don't think it's a situation where, like, all right, so if you had an idea for something that you're passionate about. Yeah. You, you don't think you'd find the, the um, thing to do it? You think that's just based on... No, that's, no that's, that's almost a different discussion. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. She found some way efficient to do the job that she was doing. Okay. But we're not really, we're not really Talking about passion. assuming that she's passionate about that job. Yeah. She's just finding a, a more efficient way to execute it, right? So to monetize it, if she wasn't passionate about it in the first place, it would be a whole not a hurdle for her to go over. You understand? Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But I mean, yeah. you say character to do something like that. Well, I don't think, I think it's just the incentive. Incent- you think it does come down to incentive? Yeah, I think it's, if it's a situation where... Like yeah, I, don't death- think, I don't think there's anybody's character who is like, oh, no matter what, them couldn't execute something like that. I think it's just like, if them find, if them have the incentive to do it. Alright, I don't know. I feel like there's incentive. And then, and then there are like traits that people have that are like, um, for instance, the reason why a whole heap of people get catch by the pyramid scheme thing is because they have excellent incentive for it. Like they are probably desperate for money, and they, they they really need they really need to they really need the money. See, and the the, the thing about the pyramid scheme is is that it works. If you talk to a hundred people, one of them going to like. Yeah. Um, but how many persons have the temperament to talk to a hundred people? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying the incentive is there for them, but the reason the reason why it's so successful actually is because there are a greater majority of persons who don't have the temperament for it, and those are the persons who the persons who have the temperament from get rich off of in the pyramid scheme well i mean yeah i understand i see that example i get that and i think it also come down to exposure as well because i think yeah. even now with the internet there are many ways to um monetize yeah to go about like all right say somebody wanted to start a pyramid scheme or had an idea to start a pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, we're talking about pyramid schemes. Talking to a hundred people like they would have to like fifteen years ago wouldn't necessarily be a hurdle today because them could have run some Facebook ad and just reach the people, you see me? Right. So I think it's also exposure to information. That's true. So that, I mean, that, if, yeah, you're, I if you have the incentive to do something, I think, yeah. If you have the information, you can find the information to, to execute it without. So I don't think it's necessarily a character heard. Like, I don't think it would be a, a hurdle in the same way, isn't it? Oh, well, I still think the character play a big part in it because, like, before you were saying it's incentive, but now we know that it's not just incentive alone. Exposure is a part of it. And I think characters are part of it. Like, there's no isolated one or two 
things to why some some people don't um go about monetizing their ideas like yeah exposure is one of the hurdles and like temperament is one of the hurdles because for instance you could have done that craigslist thing right yeah, yeah, that you were talking about before but i know that you're not going to do that again yeah because you have the exposure to it, but that's not in your character yeah yeah that's true yeah, that's true. You come it, down to that thing, yeah. Huh? No, man, no, sorry, continue. I didn't mean to break you. You were breaking up for me a while ago. I was just saying that, like, the, what, what prevent people from doing things that, that, that would allow them to make money more while is, like, is multifaceted problems. Yeah. It's not just one, like, character incentive or... Yeah. Dog, that's why we have our martini tits as yet. Yeah. What? Martini tits? Yeah. Martini tits. Oh, you go ahead. Okay. You, you tell it. A couple of years ago, um, we were pre-business ideas, Zine. We didn't think mm-hmm. called Lodstock. Yeah, I remember that. And we are pre because we saw this video of this guy who was making, like, crazy money. How much it was, like, two grand a day or something? Like, some really Oh, this lady. Yeah, she was selling. She had this brazier, this plastic brazier, that yeah. she would fill up with alcohol, and she'd go on the beach, and men would pay to like suck from the the nipples. Except <laughs> alcohol oh. from her breast. It's not even the nipple of the of the bra. There was like a straw attached yeah. to it, so they're not directly sucking from the nipple of the bra. So it's like. But- the alcohol actually was in, in contact with the body. Yeah, yeah. And she was making like crazy money just walking on the beach, selling alcohol, and people just sucked the alcohol. And we're like, I mean, yo. People still jarred farts, so I mean. <laughs> we're like, yo, yeah. we're for fine a martini tits. So that was oh, like okay. a golden goose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was living in the wild. Yo, but is it? Is, is, is that that thing that Tasha was talking about? Taz, Taz was talking about this a long time ago, but just like we all know what it, what it, how easy it would be or what it would take to do something that would become successful or go viral or what have you in the eyes of a lot of other people who are like just finessing the situation. But as Max says, like just not in your character because yeah, you're going to end yeah, up being I'm known. Sure. There's like that. a million things I can think of that I could do. I don't like my character. Yeah, I I'm not, I don't want to live that life. Yeah. You don't want to be known for that because that's no. the thing now. Your children but are going to yeah, Google people, now. People, some people, they don't give a crap about legacy. They don't give a crap about, like, yeah. you know, what certain things mean, which is cool, like, if yeah, that's how you feel. Like, no, it's, not like a, yeah, it's not like I'm saying that, that, that uh, I mean, if it doesn't matter to you or, if, like, like, feeling like you're doing something that... Because um, some people, maybe I, I might feel that, oh, that, that having a martini tits thing would be ridiculous. But maybe for you, like in your character, like, that's hilarious. My kids will laugh at that. Let but me just do that. Anyway. Also, your legacy is the inheritance that they're leaving for them children as well. No, so, but all right, hold on. Because I think, I mean, I get what you're saying about legacy and, and mm. that. But I feel like, all right. Uh, maybe this is just me. Because what part of the thing that like Gary V always saying, like tenth time I bring up Gary. But yeah, him always talking about um him always talking oh, about sponsor the sponsor the partner, just sponsor the podcast, Gary. <laughs> him always talking slide, about slide the tenth plug. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was talking about yeah. how, how insecurity is like why a lot of people won't like they could make a video like if they want to do something that they love. Mm-hmm. Like say so they yeah. love movies and then could yeah. take up a camera and just review movies. Yeah. And like just keep doing that for like a year and then start monetizing it. But they're yeah. not going to do it because they're insecure about oh somebody going to say my face ugly or somebody going to say my face mm-hmm. annoying yeah. or is it me? So like how much of that that you saying is character and how much of it is insecurity? Because I yeah, think it's a situation where you mm-hmm. look at it and you really just take a step back and say Yo, I don't even have kids. We're talking about what my kids going to think. Is it? You're not fine with yourself. Protect yourself out of the situation. Is it? Don't, don't do that. That's interesting. No, that's interesting. Is very it? interesting, actually. That's very so interesting. Like how much of it is insecurity? But I think at the end of the day, like another I thing I hear... It is definitely a character. <laughs> another thing I hear Gary Vee say all the time, though, is like... Yo, we'll be, hold, on, hold on, hold we'll on. We'll be have a Gary Vee... Um, Limit. <laughs> we have a Gary B jar in Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, so Gary B did not sponsor this podcast. True, true. Yeah, Yo, who's Gary B? Is that a guy who, who wears the. You don't the, know Gary B, though? Is he. Vaynerchuk. Is this the, guy? Um, man, with, the man with the energy, bro. Yeah. You never hear that guy who's like, you want to know what, what's one of the most important things is going on in the world right is now? Gary B. I, I, Gary V. Gary and then it's the letter V. Yes, the Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Oh, Vaynerchuk. Okay. You're not going to get dick from me. You're not going to get dick. I'll give, give good advice. Oh, this guy. Like him first impression is kind of like one of them bullshit guru guys. <laughs> but him actually... No, him rain true still. Real. Yeah, him true. Still. Him rain true. But he said this thing one time dog, about tasting. Like him said, like you just taste different things, and like when you taste different things, you start to realize what's like you apply self awareness, and you realize it's not yeah, for you. So for me, yeah. yeah, and for so for me, it's like I'm not against people trying because the internet transients at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm not against people trying, but I think it's that really is. It's not even, and I get that. Like yeah, I think I get that. It's um, yeah, it's it's maybe what's his insecurity versus thing, but then for some people, it's just like that might just not be yeah i think maybe it is good if they try it and then just realize that it's for them yeah that's not that's not for me you know but you're right though about it like it can be a thin line because at the end Mm. of the day too a person might just be like oh i ain't that guy though i ain't that guy but then in the meantime deep down them in like them room doing the exact thing for years you know what i mean which actually kind of makes them that probably in a I mean, not probably not that guy, but it puts them in a position to probably be actually good at it. You know what I mean? If they yeah. put in the work, you know. They would try, or even just try. Even just try it, yeah. It's like comedy. Comedy is a prime example of that. Like nobody really like you have people who are naturally talented comedians, but naturally talented don't really translate to doing good comedy. You know what I mean? Like you still have to get up there and you have to do the whole thing and you have, yeah, to, you have to learn. And you have to learn. And there's enough people that will never try because they don't see themselves as the comedian. They think the comedian is somebody that they walk in a room and everybody just start bust out laughing. And that's not the truth. Like, yeah, yeah. the comedian a lot of the time is somebody that was the was the butt of everybody else's joke, and that's what made them the comedian. So, life, life funny, man. Yeah, man. It's really never enough. Yeah, funny. 
Alright guys, well we've gone two hours. You wanna wrap yeah. up? Really? Yeah. I mean two hours. The, I mean two hours of recording hours. technically. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours on the car, but like two hours of recording. I guess we can probably maybe just cut that whole wall. Yeah, thing. we can I don't cut know. the wall thing probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Symbolically. Forget about the wall, yeah. But yeah, it hasn't but, stopped again, so I think this is the well, I'm recording at half of the thing, so maybe that's the, thing. the ticket. Okay. All right. So how's how's this going up? Like, what's the what's the um? Um. All right. So, uh, I actually created a. I had made a new logo for this. Too. You guys want? To oh. But um. Yes. Yeah, and send it. I mean, send it for. I don't know. Just create. Just create a sad individual chat. podcast group chat on WhatsApp. Okay. All so right, that we yeah. can keep up to date with all the with all the things yeah man um you guys want me upload it on my channel or you want to create a new channel i actually bought uh, the domain side individual you bought the domain yeah so man yeah, yo you decided come so. all right um no i'm, I'm chill with you uh, uploading it to, to that channel yeah. is it just youtube or you're doing um youtube and like What's all the things? SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever? I'm not sure, actually, but yeah, we should probably explore some other places. Yeah, that's for audio purposes, because some people want to podcast um, yeah. through yeah. just audio. So SoundCloud is always an option still, and then there is, I think iTunes might still possibly be an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like a like dis- distribution channel to do that, though. To do the iTunes? Yeah, like DistroKid or something. Oh yeah, like but isn't isn't like Spotify direct upload now? Um, I don't think I don't for think everyone yet. Yeah. Oh okay. I think, I think it's um I think they're only doing it for some things now. So, yeah. and I think even yeah. with Spotify, I think it still goes through like some kind of vetting thing. Vetting process, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming. I have no idea. I don't. I don't speak. For anything, so. so everybody, anybody have any sleepers? I'm just joking. What's that sweet call? It's like, uh, I'm referring to Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden podcast. It's just when they play, um, um, they play a song that oh, they think maybe not enough people hear. Like oh, oh, so it's like you're playing, you're playing out the audience. Yeah, you're playing out the audience, yeah. but like you're, yeah, you play a song that like that thing that maybe you mm-hmm. kind of want to spotlight and maybe it's not like a popular song and you kind of want to put some spotlights on it. So you're just, yeah, me yeah. spotlight. Just, just use one of the song, Huh? Just use one of song, then. Exactly, yeah. Oh, no. Just sleep us on the Ikem song every week. And Matthew, you have a couple too, though? Uh, no, let's just leave that, that life behind. Oh, uh, on, next, on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> My grand opening, grand closing. Grand music opening, career. grand closing. <laughs>